have we decided on like an official like welcome or anything to say to people when they when they tune in hmm no not really i guess we'll just talk i guess that would be all right so uh here we are we're doing the we're doing this thing again we made it we made it to the second one um Woohoo! Yeah, um, I've got some follow-up uh, from the last episode. Um, first, first of all, we do have an email, um, an official email for the Mate Guys. This is the Mate Guys podcast. This is episode two, um, and we have an email. It is just mateguys at gmail dot com. M A T E guys at gmail dot com. Um, so we will put the email in the show notes. The show notes you can read at our website which I believe is mateguys.com. Yep. No, the. The podcast is called The Mate Guys, but the website and the email is just Mate Guys because that's what was available. So we'll put the email in the show notes, which you can find at the website, mateguys.com, mateguys at gmail.com. But the podcast is called The Mate Guys, just, just to keep you on your toes. <laughs> okay um some other follow-up so last time uh you mentioned the the pampas shimas you remember that yep i do so last time i i i mentioned i was like oh yeah shimahon dus pampas that is made by the uh, Mach leon company and the second i said that i was like oh i better confirm that because i w- will probably be wrong um so I, I i went internet diving um and i did confirm um that it is made by the Mach leon company um, but the weird thing is, it's like hidden. Um, if you go on like the the Leon Alimentos website, like they show all their products and they don't show a picture of the Shimahondus Pampas. Um, the only way I was able to find it is like they had this weird like really buried list of like a, like complete list of products. I mean, it was just literally like a list, like a non ordered list, just like a paragraph with names and commas. And I found it there. So it doesn't seem like they're very proud of it. Because they, they don't want you to know that they make it. <laughs> so um, that was the follow-up from last episode. Um, did we have anything else that we needed to comment about or or clarify from last time? I don't think so. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to put this down. And I'm going to start serving the liquid, the liquid of the evening. Um Tonight we are drinking, uh, what are we drinking tonight, Clark? Tell them, tell them what we're drinking. We're drinking Pipore Especial, and uh, it's an Argentine-style mate, and that's kind of what we'll be talking about tonight. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought we'd uh, we'd talk about kind of the first few episodes. We'll be kind of going through the, uh, the regional differences, not region, the, the, the countryal, is that a word? I don't uh, think so. The <laughs> national uh, variations, we'll say that of mate from country to country and we figured we'd start with argentina because i feel like most people especially in the united states are going to encounter argentine mate and uh they do drink a lot of mate in argentina and i will say this is actually the first time i've ever had any pipore um i've seen it all the time i've wanted to buy it and uh this is the first time i'm drinking it and it's a uh, it's pretty good but this is not a pipore review episode so uh, that's all i'm going to say about that <laughs> just kidding i could say more if i really wanted to but no it's nice um so yeah, so I guess we'll we'll start off by talking about uh, what are some of the uh, kind of the characteristics of an Argentine mate, um, and then as you listen to the future episodes, you'll be able to compare and contrast. As when we talk about Uruguayan mate, you'll be able to think back and be like, oh, they talked about this in the Argentine, and now we're talking about other stuff. But uh, for now, we'll just focus on the Argentine, I guess, and we're just going in circles here. But um, 
So I, I think I think the uh, the number one thing that distinguishes Argentine yerba sherba is the leaf cut. What do you think, Clark? Definitely the leaf cut. That's I think one of the most unique parts of it uh, compared to any other uh, type of mate from any other country. It's the broad leaf cut. Yeah, no, I agree with you though. Um, Argentine, the the leaf cut is really, really, really quite large compared to uh, Uruguayan or Paraguayan or especially Brazilian. Um, in Brazil, there you can find some some terere that has a really big leaf cut, but it's pretty it's, it's pretty pretty uh, unique stuff. So yeah, I think I think if you had to like say the one defining characteristic of a of an Argentine mate or an Argentine sherba that makes it unique, I think it's that the leaf cut is so freaking huge. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, in Argentina, they do age their herb. They age it for anywhere from six months to uh, upwards of a year. I don't think anyone does longer than a year. I think they some companies do up to a couple of years. Okay, I know I know like up to a couple of years is pretty common in Paraguay. Um, I also know in Argentina that something is really common is uh, they will actually cheat. Um, instead of actually naturally letting their herbs sit, they will use like a silo with a fan and like a heater and that quote unquote speed ages their herb i cannot confirm nor deny whether any other country does that um but i i have heard specifically about argentine makers that they will do that they'll kind of use a an artificially sped up aging process to get their product out to market quicker i mean with how much mate argentina exports it makes sense yeah i yeah a lot of i mean because we mentioned on a previous episode that syria is the uh, the world's largest exporter or importer, excuse me, of mate, and uh, the, the the vast majority of that they're importing comes from Argentina. Yeah, and I would say even further, one of the brands they import the most is Pipore. That is true. I actually, yeah, I haven't seen. I I wonder why that is. I don't know. That's a but I I've totally noticed that just looking at pictures. A lot of the 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 Arabic mate drinkers that I've seen, they always have Pipore. Yep. I don't know <laughs> what it is about that. I don't know, just people that got their foot in the door early, or I really don't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting, though. Um, Argentine mate seems to be the predominant mate that you find in, in the United States. If you go to, like, even, like, a health store, you go to, like, a Hispanic store, I feel like odds are you will find an Argentine sherba. Would you agree? Nine out of ten times. Yeah. Nine out of the ten different kinds of herb there there is at any store like that is going to be Argentine. Yeah, and I mean even I mean we can talk about American quote unquote you know North American United States herb another time, but um even like Guayaquil, Guayaquil's an American company, but their their herb is predominantly produced in the Argentine style. I mean I I've only had one of theirs, but I feel like it's pretty much all like that, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty good sized leaf cut and although. Is some of their stuff produced in Paraguay and Brazil? I feel like I feel I, yeah. I feel like they do have plantations in those countries, and then they just kind of mix everything together. Yeah, and when then just well, they just prepare it. Yeah, with with in Argentine style. Right. But yeah, I was about to say it's like I would definitely remember like that. Not all of their their herb actually does come from Argentina. I don't. I, don't, right. I, I have no clue like what the breakdown is, like how much of it comes from Argentina, or if even any of it comes from Argentina. 
Um, I assume a, a good bit does come from Argentina, but I do know some of it comes from Brazil. Um, if I'm wrong, please write me <laughs> an email at mateguys uh, at gmail.com. And uh, if the Guayaquil people are out there listening to us, you can correct us on that as well. Um, or I can just look it up online probably, and there will be some follow-up for episode three. Um, okay, is there anything else that you want to say like specifically about just kind of in in general specifics about Argentine mate, the, the, the herb? Um, not the top of my head. Okay, well, let's move on to... Uh, we're going to talk about the types of gourds um, that they use in Argentina. Um, I feel like just like you will find the majority of herbs that are sold in the United States are from Argentina. I feel like most of the gourds that you find in the United States are also of an Argentine style. Um, and the Argentine style, um, we are actually drinking out of an Argentine style gourd right now. And the best way I can describe it is, hmm, I don't know, it kind of looks like if someone took a bread roll and like lopped off the top so it had a flat top and then hollowed it out. I don't know. It, I mean, it, it, it looks like a gourd, but like, it's, I don't know. It's a very specific. In Argentina, they use like a very specific style for the most part. I don't know. How, how would you describe it? It's pretty... The bread roll description yeah. is very accurate. I never thought about describing it like that before. But I mean, it's just round and just has the top kind of cut off. There's a little opening and pretty small. I mean, you just, you know, fits in the palm of your hand. Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing about Argentina. I feel like out of all the countries that drink mate, um, Argentina seems to use the, uh, the smallest gourds on average. I mean, I have an Argentine gourd that is, I mean, it's really small. It's, it holds like two tablespoons. <laughs> I feel, I feel like it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's minuscule. Yeah. Same here. But yeah. Um, so they do use kind of a, a very specific type of gourd. And I know like on the calabash plant, the gourd plant, they use, they typically use like one end of the gourd and then Brazil typically uses the other. I think like Brazil uses the, the, the flower end and Argentina uses the stem end. Or maybe it's yeah. the opposite around. No, 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 no. no I, I think, think that's they, right. No, no, no. I think it's. I think Brazil. Brazil uses the stem side, and and Argentina uses the flower side. Because if you think about it, like the bottle, the classic like bottle gourd shape, how it's got like the smaller globe and the larger globe. Like Brazil cuts theirs right at the the base of where the bigger globe begins, and that's the part that's attached to the stem. True. Okay. Think, so yeah, okay. I think, I think yeah, Argentina yeah. uses the flower end, and then Brazil uses the the um the stem end. Although the, I mean, they they do use other types of gourds in Argentina as well, but I feel like that if you if you were to say like what is the classic Argentine gourd, it would be this gourd that we are describing pretty poorly. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, you know what it looks like if you're listening to this podcast. I bet you know what it looks like. You've you've seen one. Like the gourds that Guayaquil sells, those are pretty pretty much the classic Argentine gourd. Yeah, they are. And of course, the gourd is in in mate terminology is actually the mate when you make mate you make mate in a mate just 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 to keep you on your toes right <laughs> what about uh what about straws what about bombichas bombillas um uh, what what kind of what is there a is, do you think there's a typical argentine bombicha i wouldn't say i mean they're all obviously smaller because of the smaller gourds but i'd say they're skinnier Mm -hmm. um trying to think i mean they have a bunch of different kinds of styles they use yeah there's the coil end um there's like the the bolt shaped and then there's like the, mm -hmm. the spoon and then the one we're using 
I'm not quite sure how you would describe that. Yeah, it's just, just like kinda... little slits, little. Yeah, yeah. So interesting enough, I think Argentina has the the largest variation of of straws that you can find on average, because like I feel like in in Uruguay they pretty much use what has kind of been come to known as in the U.S. as the quote unquote spoon style. Where you know it's like a, a round filter that's kind of spoon shaped. In Paraguay, they pretty much use kind of the same thing, um, at least on on the business end. On the mouth end, they're pretty different. Um, in, in Brazil, there's a little bit of variation, but yeah, like in, in like you were saying in Argentina, they have like the, the coil kind. Um, they have the the ones where it's just like a, a round pipe with slits cut into it. Um, we're using one where it's flat um, with slits cut into it. Um, and then I, they do use the kind of the quote unquote spoon style in Argentina as well. But yeah, I feel, I don't, I feel like they're all pretty, pretty common. Like, I don't know if like one style is more common in Argentina than others. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I couldn't I, say. I, I yeah. must confess. I've never been to Argentina. <laughs> um, I only know speaking from Argentine people, speaking from other people that drink a lot of mate, um, but I know, I don't, I really don't think they use like the coil or the spring style bombisha in Uruguay. Um, no. it, doesn't, it doesn't really work too well. It's a pretty good way to clog with a Uruguayan style. Um, so yeah, it, Argentine straws are interesting. Um, they are, they are very, very short. Um, I have an Argentine straw that's probably like five inches long. It's kind of useless actually, because it's like, I can use it with like two of my gourds. Um, cause it's just so short. And I feel I feel like Argentina they really like their um um with with their stainless steel gourds or stainless steel steel gourds stainless steel straws I mean um they have that kind where like it unscrews and then the entire like filter end opens it's like got a, it's on a hinge yeah I, I feel like I've only ever seen that from in Argentine straws yes um, I I've actually I had a roommate a while back that ordered a couple of those kind. And I don't know. I, I didn't really care for them too much. Yeah. I mean, my, they, they worked okay, but my, my, my short, my really, really short, um, bombisha that I was talking about earlier. It's that kind where like, it's just a, a stainless steel straw with a pretty simple design on it. And then like the entire end screws off and then opens up, flips open in half on a hinge so you can wash it out. Um, I, I've never used a larger one, so it's hard for me to say because I haven't used that one very much. But I mean, it works fine. You know, it's. I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, kind of wasted space, like where you could put holes, but just with the nature of the design, they can't. Um, so, I mean, it, it works fine for Argentine because of that freaking huge leaf cut. With that um, really large leaf cut, I have noticed um, it's pretty hard to clog an Argentine mate. Now that might offend some people that have had many, many clogged Argentine mates, but I, I have never had an Argentine mate clog. Neither have I. I mean, there are some Argentine Argentine mate cuts that are a little powdery than others, but um, I've never had an issue with clogging at all. Yeah, I mean, even this people day is pretty powdery for a for an Argentine cut, but I mean, no, it's. I mean, I did. I I feel like I just prepared it willy-nilly with no real special finesse just kind of made it in the way that you make it, it i mean it's sipping smooth or not using any sort of filtration mesh or anything any sort of secondary help <laughs> but uh no i it's the large leaf cut and then 
the just the kind of very specific styles of straws that they use in Argentina. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm sure there are people that are clogging it because I always see like videos like how to make your mate without clogging, but maybe someone could email us and explain how they're doing it. Not to sound like condescending or anything, but I really have never had a, an Argentine mate clog. I've had a Paraguayan mate clog, I've had a Uruguayan mate clog, and I've had a billion Brazilian mates clog. Um, especially when I was first learning how to make shimahong. Many, many clogging, but uh, Brazilian, or not Brazilian, uh, Argentine, I don't know, smooth as milk, which is why I think um, if you're a beginner, I would recommend probably trying Argentine first, just because it is a little easier to prepare, I think, especially just compared to every other country that produces mate. I'm just looking here at our, our show outline. Um, next, we're going to talk about, I wrote the dichotomy of Argentine sherbas. Um, and what I mean by that is, at the risk of offending every single person in Argentina and everyone who makes mate in Argentina, um, I feel like you can pretty much divide all Argentine mates into two categories. Kind of the the really heavy, smoky herbs, and then the kind of grassy herbs. So like pipore, what we're drinking right now, I would say is grassy. Like it's pretty light. Yeah, it is. Um, a brand like um, Rosamonte, Rosamonte, especially their uh, especial, would be the kind of smoky, heavy-hitting. That's some pretty brutal stuff. I mean, yeah. I love heavy-hitting, strong, smoky mates, but... I had a hard time with that one. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did you try the Rosa Traditional or Rosa Especial? Mm, the first time I had the Rosa Monte Suave, and that was like, that was good stuff. I um, never even had that one. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in the yellow package, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. that's actually the first Argentine mate I ever had. Okay. Um, but then um, last year, I tried some of the uh, Rosa Monte Especial. I, I, had, I got a sample of it in mm. an order I made. Um, and it was, it was, it was tough for me to, to swallow. <laughs> really? Huh. I really like the Rosamonte Especial. Um, I don't know. I like, I actually prefer my Argentine herbs to be kind of heavy hitters. Um, the only Argentine herb I actually drink on a regular basis is Rosa. Um, I'm trying to think what, which other Argentine herbs I even have at my house. Um, I have a couple of sample. I have like the sample of a mission by um, circle of drink. Um, I have that. I have both Rosa and Rosa Especial. Uh, wow. I, uh, no, I have Amanda. I have Amanda as well. The organic variety. I just bought that recently to try it. Um, so now we've named off some brands. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you want to find yourself a nice Argentine, um, herb, yerb, um, any of those brands are, I think are pretty good options. Um, Rosamonte, yeah. Amanda, any of the Pipores I think are pretty good, especially if you're a beginner because Pipore tends to have a kind of a reputation as being kind of a soft hitter, pretty light and grassy. Yeah. Um, Cruz de Malta is a pretty popular one. I actually don't like Cruz very much. Um, I know a lot of people do. I, it, it's kind of a long story about why I don't like Cruz de Malta. Um, do you like Cruz de Malta? Yeah, I thought it was okay. I mean, it was one of the first Argentine mates I've ever had, but mm-hmm. um, which, I thought which, it was all right. It was gra- it was grassy, grassy, it was pretty, right? pretty yeah. grassy, pretty earthy. 
Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll tell my story. Um, so, uh, cause I know a lot of people like, um, Cruz de Malta and I really kind of have a, almost like a deep hatred for Cruz de Malta. <laughs> um, so first of all, I got home from Brazil, you know, really, really liking Shimahong, you know, the Brazilian style of mate. Um, and I wanted to find a reliable source of Shimahong in the United States. So the first thing I did, obviously, was I go to my nearest Hispanic store looking for mate. And I see a package of mate. And it said, Sherba mate. And it was Cruz de Malta. Now, at that point, I had only drank Argentine mate one time, that kind of that first time I'd ever had it. So it had been, you know, a good couple of years since I'd had Argentine. Um, and I didn't really remember it. And I, I didn't know that all mate from Argentina was like that. So I just bought this cruise to Malta stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it'll be something good. Like, maybe you'll like it. Maybe it'll be like Shimahong. Opened it up. It was nothing like Shimahong. It was very decidedly not like Shimahong. You know, it's, it's a very traditional Argentine mate, which I mean, I didn't really understand kind of the difference. But I put it in my gourd. I drank it. And it just did not taste anything like I was expecting it to. Um, Argentine mate and Brazilian match taste very different. Very, very different. I mean, it's like it's like thinking you're reaching for like, I don't know. I can't even. It's like thinking you're reaching for like an ice cold glass of water and instead drinking like a Coca-Cola. You know, like both are fine. Both are tasty. But if you think you're going to be drinking one thing and it ends up being like that different, like I feel like it kind of messes with your brain. So anyway, so that's the reason why I dislike Cruz de Malta because I feel, I feel betrayed because I thought it was going to be like this, like the stuff that I knew and boy, oh boy, was it not. <laughs> now I have not had it. I, oh, I take that back. I've had it a few times since then, but I have not had it in several years. So maybe now if I went back, I would like it. Um, but I've also heard a lot of people say it's pretty different than other Argentine brands that I've had, like um, like the Rosamonte or even uh, Tarawi. Tarawi is like, I, I think it's the number one brand in Argentina. I think it's the most widely consumed brand in Argentina. I could be completely making that up. But Tarawi, Tarawi is one of the big ones. Um, yeah. But I've, I've heard many people say that Cruz is, is pretty different. I don't know. When was the last time you've had Cruz de Malta? Uh, almost two years ago. Okay. So. Yeah. So, looks like <laughs> we need to revisit that one because uh, for sure, I am I'm, I'm blasting it pretty hard, and I guess I haven't had it in a while. Um. But yeah, no, it's uh. Going back, circling back to what we were talking about, way back, you know, before I derailed us with my story of, of hatred. Yeah, there seems to be that dichotomy of Argentine mates with it's like, you can either have like really heavy hitting, like almost like, tastes like mud, smoke kick you in the face and then they have these like kind of grassy light kind of taste more like a green tea type thing yeah like uh i know a lot of people like um kraus kraus is pretty gra kraus is like the is the like the quintessential grassy argentine yeah it's very Sherba. grassy i personally don't care for it too much um it's fine i i, I there is almost no brands like we mentioned before there's almost no brands that i would not not drink or like i would refuse to drink um but i bought kraus once and i don't think i'll ever buy it again i don't know a lot of a lot of people swear by it yeah i mean it's, it's a good brand but not not something i would go back to i think i think the problem for me is that it's unsmoked and for me argentine sherva has to be smoked 
and like smoked pretty heavily. Um, I really just like that very nice smoky flavor. Um, and if it's not smoked, I don't know, something in my brain just kind of tells me that it tastes, I don't know, stale. Like it just kind of tastes, you know, grassy and a little woody and, and you know, that's all fine. Um, you know, lots of people like that flavor. It's just not a flavor that I personally prefer. Like I said, I, I, I'll drink it. Like if someone walked in right now and they're like, Hey, I've got some cruise. Let's drink some, drink some mate guys. Yeah, no, I probably would. And I'd be fine. We're drinking people day right now. It's, you know, it's not like blowing my mind, like number one favorite sherba in the world. But no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's good. But I just prefer my Argentine sherba, a little heavier hitting. I really like La Tranquera. Mm, I do like La Tranquera. I mean, I've probably gone through four or five kilos in the like the last six months that stuff is is that that stuff is definitely okay well where, where would you put that in the in... <laughs> I, I would say it's closer to the heavy hitting yeah but it's still it's still a pretty smooth drink like it's it goes down pretty easily but it's still got some pretty um bold properties to it it's it's, um, it's definitely bold the thing about tranquera that always kind of stood out to me was it has almost like a it, it almost has like a like an aftertaste like a bite like, it has this, like, weird, like, it does. bitter thing in the back of your throat when you drink it. That, like, <laughs> every time I drink tranquera, I'm like, oh, yeah. This is why I don't usually drink tranquera. And it's, you know, it's not, like, bad, but it's, like, I guess just, like, surprising. Because mm-hmm. the, the the kind of the flavor in the front isn't very, like, isn't super harsh. But, like, when you swallow it, it's, like, there's just something about it that just, like, kicks you in the back of your throat. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, tranquera has this weird thing. Which is funny because... I think I've only, I've never actually bought Tranquera, actually. Well, I take that back. I've bought it, but I bought it for a friend. Um, I gave a mate gourd and some sherba to a friend, um, and I bought them Tranquera because I think it was the cheapest one, or like there was a, it was on sale. But I've had it with you, um, and I've had it with other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. But um, I, I, I've drank it with other people, but like I've, I've just never bought it for myself. Um, but in hindsight, I don't know if... Uh, if I did my friend a service by buying him tranquera because it does have that kind of harsh kick in the back. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like riding a pony that like kicks you like w- once you've stepped off. But no, tranquera is good. Um, what are some other? So yeah, a few others that came to mind. Um, La Merced. They have a uh, yeah. few different varieties. They have, yeah. They have like the, tw- the 40, 57 varieties of La Merced. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have like De Monte. Barbacoa. Um, barbacoa. De Campo. And then they have like their organic, like for ex, like they're kind of mm-hmm. for export organic, and like the entire package is in English, kind. Um, yeah, I don't know. They have they have some flavored varieties as well, don't they? I don't know. They might. Mm. I know Cruz does. Yeah, Cruz. Cruz does. does. Um, Tarawi does. Um, I don't know mm. if Lumber said does. I feel like they do, but I they probably they, they probably they probably do. Um, I will make a note of that, and we will get back um i was also thinking um there are some varieties some brands that are pretty grassy themselves pretty smooth but then they have the sin palos variety mm. which for me are, are pretty bold they're pretty hard-hitting like what would um, give some examples of that so there's actually got like a pound of this stuff about a year ago Mm-hmm. And it's called Taragui Vitality. Oh, it yeah. Is, like, I think it's literally made to export to the U.S. Yeah, I've seen that. It, it, um, it's all in English. Found and, it on eBay. And, yeah, I've, I've seen it in stores. I've never bought it. Yeah. Is it, it, is it a sin palo? No twigs? Yeah, stick? zero twigs. Um, like medium, 
leaf cut. There was almost no powder, and it was just it was it was rough. That that sounds like a, a an herb that was made for export. It definitely was. The the, the herbs that are made for export, um, like for the U.S. palate, tend to be really low dust and no stem, um, and like very very even leaf cut. Yeah, very consistent. Which I mean, it looks good, but for me, that's that's not something I'm a huge fan of. Hmm, that's interesting. I'll have to try that. I've had um I've had a couple of the Tarawis, um, but uh I've never had that one. I haven't had Tarawi like the traditional Tarawi, so I can't really compare it to. Yeah, I I haven't had traditional Tarawi in a long time. Um, we have um Tarawi Naranja de Oriente, which is like the oriental orange i think it's like a mandarin orange um we only have that because my wife likes it um so i buy it and she drinks it she likes the kind of the orange flavor in it um but no i, I have i really haven't had the tarawi in a while i know i, I it's, it's interesting because i know there's a lot of people that like tarawi there's and there's like there's the three i think the kind of the the, the, the trifecta of tarawi where there's the tarawi blue which is the normal one and then the tarawi red which is the the no palo no stick sin palo and then there's the tarawi energy which i know a lot of people oh. like where they i don't know what they is that with guarana i don't know if they put guarana in it um and they might put like mate extract in it. they do something but it's got it's like like super energy <laughs> yeah um i've only had it once um an argent when i was living in brazil i i had it with an argentine and it was it was really really strong like the taste was really strong um, my friend said it, it really, really kind of gave him a huge, like kind of almost uncomfortable energy boost. Um, I, but I don't react like to any energy drink type things. Like I don't really react to caffeine at all. So it's really hard for me to tell like if something has more caffeine or anything. So, but he, he said it, it, it felt more akin to like drinking like a, like an actual energy drink. Like it wasn't very smooth, but I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that was just him. I, I know, I know a lot of people kind of almost swear by it. But then I've also heard people kind of complain about Tarawi. Like, I know um, Dave Mate of Circle of Drink, he always says it kind of has this, like, weird rubber aftertaste that he, he like, once he kind of tasted it, he can never untaste, and it kind of bothers him. And I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, Tarawi is, like, industrial, and, and it sucks. But I don't know if that's just, like, a, a taste comment versus so much, like, an ethics comment, or I don't know. Sounds like we need to drink Tarawi some more before we can really comment on it. Yeah, we should get some of that. Yeah. So, um, so what would you say is if you had to like, if you had to pick like, what was your favorite Argentine brand? What do you think it would be? Probably La Tranquera. Um, just because that's the brand I I'm always able to go back to. It's the most consistent, and I just really enjoy it. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's definitely, um, Rosamonte Especial. Um, I just like it cause it's really, really strong, really powerful. Um, kicks you hard. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, I don't know. I just really like it. Um, but I like the, the normal Rosa too. I've never had the Suave. I don't know if I would like it. <laughs> yeah. It's been literally over three years since I had it. Um, and the first time I had it, it was, it was just disgusting to me, but then I kept trying it and I ended up liking it, but yeah, I should revisit that for sure. Um, I also really like Nobleza Gaucha oh, just okay. out of the, like the blue package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really like Nobleza Gaucha too. I found that pretty similar to Tranquera as well. 
it's it's similar to Tranquera, but it doesn't have that yeah, kick it's in the not, back. Yeah. It's a little it's a little <laughs> it goes down a little smoother. Um I like Noblesa Gaucha because that was my um my study abroad herb. When I was living in Spain doing a study abroad, um, that's what they sold at the local supermarket. It wasn't like not like a Latin American supermarket. It was just a normal supermarket, but they had Noblesa Gaucha. I guess enough Argentine people live in Spain that they actually stock mate quite a bit in just the normal supermarkets, and all they had was Noblesa Gaucha. And then I and then I went to like a, an open market in like a couple other cities, and then I found like the the Latin American kind of little markets, and they had all kinds of of herb that you could think of but yeah i always i always kind of think of noblesse gaucha as my study abroad herb so yeah i do like that like little little nostalgia for me for for, for my my uh, my good times in spain but this is this is good i'm enjoying this pipore it's tasty stuff yeah another pretty um common brand uh for argentine is uh union suave i've never had union suave have you <laughs> Me either. I know. I know. A lot of people are like, "Oh, it's it's too suave. <laughs> Tastes like you're just drinking hot water." But uh, I mean, I don't know. Lately, I've been hearing good things about it. Yeah, same here. Interesting enough, I I, I always associate that as the as the giveaway herb because I know like uh for a long time on eBay, people would sell gourds and then they would send you like a free half kilo of Union Suave. I don't know why. It's like that was always the, the herb that they would bundle it with. So I always think of that as just kind of like the, the giveaway herb, which does not give it a super high like connotation in my brain. But I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's good. I don't know. I do they sell it at a at Pequeñita? I feel like they used to. I don't. Maybe they don't have. Maybe anymore. they have just the the original, just the normal. Is there an original Union? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I think, I think so. I've only ever seen the Union Suave. It's like the green package, right? Yeah, that's Union Suave. Oh. Is there an? I mean, it, it would make total sense for there to be a, a normal union, mm-hmm. union, <laughs> as it is, as it were. Um, I don't know, because it's made by Las Marias. Las Marias is kind of the the multinational mega corporation in Argentina that produces like seventy five percent of the of the urban Argentina. They make Tarawi, they make Union, they make they make Amanda too. I don't remember, and they make a bunch of herbs. I so I in my head, I always thought that. Union traditional was tarawi, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do make a, a tarawi. They now make a tarawi liviana, which is supposed to be like the yeah, tarawi the... suave. Mm-hmm. Um, never had it, seen it, um, but I don't know. That'll be interesting to see if there's a. I, I will. I will write that down to to check up on if there is a normal <laughs> union. <laughs> like I totally would understand because if like if there's an union suave, then there should be an union normal, right? Or else. You don't have if there if you don't have a normal one, well, how can you have a like a softer version? You know, unless the name is just called Union Suave, but I don't know. Well, we we will look into that, or if someone knows, and spare me some work, you can just email me, mateguys at uh, gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I mean, it's emailing Clark too. We 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 can both look at the email. Yeah. So yeah, don't feel obligated to just email Steven. Yeah. In fact, email me if, too. If, so. if you have any negative comments, please direct them at Clark um <laughs> uh yeah is, is there any other uh there's a, I know, there's so many brands there's so many brands of argentine yeah, but i feel like i feel like we've, we've we've hit on the majority of the ones that you find in the united states yeah, and the, the, most, the ones that are worth mentioning yep uh, I feel, uh, uh we we say that and then i'm gonna hit the stop button and then we're gonna be like oh yeah that brand oh well uh, <laughs> um no i think that's i think that's just about it about argentine it's good um 
it's very very distinctive the uh the gourds that they use are kind of the what a lot of people think of as the iconic mate gourd um uh-huh. I'll, I'll post a picture of uh some some mate gourds and uh straws from argentina in the show notes um and just just in case so the off chance that you dear listener do not know what we're talking about and we're just kind of annoying you by assuming that you do so show notes those pictures will be in there just to clarify what we mean um i think that's it is there anything else i think that's it yeah so uh that's pretty much the most common uh mate i think that's drunk in the united states would be the argentine stuff by far it's interesting i would i would really love to know how it worked out that way because uruguay drinks the most mate per capita and by my estimates brazil has the highest sheer number of mate drinkers just because brazil is such a larger country um but that would be interesting to find out how argentina kind of became the uh kind of the spokesperson for mate for the rest of the world yeah not that there's anything wrong with that I, I will fully disclose Argentine, if out of the kind of the four national styles of mate, Argentine is not my favorite. It actually is probably my least favorite. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like, it's number four for me. I still like it. You know, it, it, I will never turn down, you know, an Argentine mate. It's just what I drink myself, it's, it's probably the thing I drink the least out of all the other mates. What about you? Um, out, of, out of the four, Brazil... Paraguay, Uruguay, Argentina, where does it sit on the list of your favorite? Argentina would be fourth for me, but for Uruguay, I've only had two different brands, mm-hmm. so um, you... Canarias and Del Salvador, so I can't really say a whole lot about Uruguay. Um... So you don't, you kind of don't feel <laughs> qualified to, to rank Uruguay <laughs> as of, but, but based on no. what you, but based on what you know right now, you think Argentina is your least favorite as well? Yeah, no, but I still drink it pretty regularly. Yeah, no, so I mean, yeah, I, no, I, I do too. Like, I, I, I go through my Rosa pretty, not as quick as others, but no, I, I definitely go through my Rosa. Yeah, yeah like so, I mentioned, I, I mean, I've had like four or five kilos of La Tranquera in the last like six months. So yeah, we, I mean, we just want to clarify just in case people <laughs> think, oh, they're crapping all over Argentine Europe. No, 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 it's great. It's fine. It's just. Considering the bo- both of us, you know, we, we we really got to know Mate in Brazil. So it's just going to be a different a different deal. Someone, you know, mm-hmm. who, who got to know Mate in Argentina or the United States, principally, will probably have, you know, will probably rank Argentina as number one. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with Argentine. Totally. Perfect personal taste. Personal taste for the personal taste. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's it. This, is, uh, this has been our episode talking about Argentine Mate, talking about kind of the characteristics about the herb, the gourds, the straws, kind of some brands, a little bit of kind of personal bias in there, kind of talking about the brands we like. And then uh, next week we're going to talk about another country. Um, let's just pick it now. Uh, Uruguay. Uruguay. We're going to cool. talk about Uruguay next week. Sweet. Or not next week, next time. Next time. It might be next week. I don't want to, I don't want to make commitments that I can't keep. But uh, until then, uh, this has been Steven. And this has been Clark. And we're the Mate guys. See ya. Or else.